Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, I am jacked up. Not only because the Niners are back in the NFC title game for the 18th time in franchise history, they partake in, in 35% of all NFC title games in the history of the NFC, but also because we got the GOAT, the best player to ever strap them up. The whoever lace a pair of cleats, in my opinion, not yours, my opinion, Jerry Rice, the greatest football player ever. He's got the Gold Fuel, Gold Fuel hoodie on with the Nike swoosh. Jerry joins your morning roast here on 95.7 The Game, courtesy of the Boxer Girls and Guest Line. Before we get started, Jerry, I was just looking at the Gold Fuel website during the break. I didn't know you guys had the variety pack rolling. Now, I want to know if you got variety packs on your chains. I need the variety pack on the chain okay. that you had on. Come on, Jerry. <laughs> Oh, you know, I always got something cooking, baby. I'm going to have something cooking this weekend, too. Good to see you guys. Let's roll, baby. Hey. It's uh playoff time championship game coming up. <laughs> Let's I'm go. I'm pumped already. D- Jerry, you get on the field. And I see you before the games. You got the, first of all, the tailor-made suits that you got on. I'm jealous of them. I need to get your tailor. I need to get your information. Maybe I can afford those type of suits. I don't know if you want to go my route. No, it, it costs a lot, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I could go that route, man. I don't think. I don't, yeah, I'm balling on the budget over here. I don't think I should be doing that. I don't think I should be doing that. But I try to look good. You got to look good. Hey. No matter what, when that camera's on you. Hey, man, you're the GOAT. You deserve to look good. You got the, you got the change rolling in with the big 49er helmet. But it's championship weekend. And it's the Niners, and it's the Lions, and it's the red paint in the end zone. And a lot of people are questioning Brock Purdy and, and everything that happened last Saturday night. Yeah. Now, you saw against the Green Bay Packers, not an easy game. You had your battles with the Green Bay Packers. They came in buttoned up. They came in ready to play. They controlled most of that football game. But the Niners came through when they needed to come through in the fourth quarter in money time. What's your overall thoughts? And let's start with the quarterback, Brock Purdy's performance overall Saturday night against the Packers. Well, we knew it was going to be a difficult game because Jordan, Jordan Love is playing. He was playing exceptional football, and uh, he was making great decisions. And plus that offensive line, they were protecting him, man. Because, you know, we I, I, I'm not sure if we got a sack on him or anything during that ball game. No but sacks, Jerry. No sacks. Yeah. Sometimes you got to win ugly. Yeah. That's it. That. That that shows uh, you know a great team when everything is not you know working in their favor and uh, the odds are n- not looking good and you still find a way to win. And Brock, you know, I know he was not exceptional that game, but in a situation like that, 
you want to pound that rock, man. I'm, I'm serious. You know, we got the best running back ever with uh, McCaffrey, and I thought we were going to run the ball more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, you know, then Debo got, you know, he got a little stinger, and, and, and I think that offense was a little out of sync. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with uh, Brock, you know, having a difficult time gripping the ball, I, I saw one. I saw one play where they snapped the ball. He caught it with both hands. Then he put it in his left hand, and he was trying to uh, wipe his right hand right. on his pants yep. <laughs> and throw it downfield while, you know, that defensive line is coming towards him. So, but, you know, I, I feel overall uh, they did what they had to do, uh, and it was not pretty. It was ugly, but they still won the game. Jerry Rice joining us here on the Morning Roast. And, Jerry, you just mentioned it, the rain there. A lot of guys slip in early. When you played in wet weather games like that, did you always test out that field like and know like the long spikes versus the short spikes? Because I saw a lot of Niners yeah. players uh, that were unchar- uh, uncharacteristically slipping and sliding all over the place. How difficult is it to play in that, obviously, as a wide receiver, and then as a quarterback not being able to grip the ball and trying to catch a ball from said quarterback? Yeah, whenever we played a game uh, and it, if it was wet outside, I would go and test the field early. Yeah, and I would decide on, on the cleats that I would wear. And I think a lot of the players, they were wearing those little short ones. And it, it was uh, slippery out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're going to have to – I don't expect rain this weekend, but, you know, you got to have the right footing because every play is crucial now. You know, we, we can't have any – you know, we can't have any mistakes or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, uh, you know, go out there early, test the field, make sure you have the right cleats on and – Get ready to ball, man. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about this weekend. And I, I remember all the preparation that went into it. You know, I yeah. would really uh, pay attention to detail early during the week, make sure I, you know, had, you know, got my work in and, and I was in the best shape of my life. And then, man, it was time to go ball. Yeah. And and it's something about waking up that morning, man. You just look out and you know it's game time. Man, I can't wait. You got me fired up right now. We're talking to Jerry Rice here on the Boxer Girls and Guest Line. Jerry, what is your favorite championship game memory? Is it the touchdown catch before halftime against the Dallas Cowboys, the 94 NFC Championship game? Is it you taking two quick sleds to the house in the frigid cold at Soldier Field in Chicago? What is your favorite championship memory, Jerry? I, I think, you know, it's a lot of them, but, you know, I have to go back to the one, you know, uh, with the Packers. Uh, the field was frozen. Uh, I went out early, you know, with uh, no sleeves on, trying to be that tough guy. <laughs> you know, I was, I was like, you know what, man, I'm fired up. I'm fired up. You know, I'm not wearing any sleeves or anything like that. I went back in, put those sleeves on. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold there. It was cold there, brother. But, you know, being able to, uh, you know, run those routes on that frozen field, mm-hmm. uh, break down, keep my balance, make the catch, then go for six. You know, plays like that, and, you know, it's just like, you know, so many great memories, and, uh, you know, my, I was very fortunate to be able to uh, do that with my teammates. Yeah, But, yeah, plays like that, you just don't forget. I mean, Jerry, you're phenomenal. You got all these records, regular season, postseason. By the way, Travis Cussie, I don't know if you you, you pay attention to yeah. the records because I know you do. You're, talk, yeah, you're talking yeah, to Christian yeah, McCaffrey yeah. about that single-season touchdown, and I know you yeah. were ready. To tell Christian, even though he had 21 touchdowns, I know you told Christian quietly, hey, I, I scored 23 in 12 games. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know you, Jerry. No, no, I, know. I did not. No, 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 I did not. I was okay. going to be the first one to congratulate him. No, I know you him. were. And, yep. and, and, and even with Travis, uh, Kelsey, what's happening, yep. you know, 
Uh, six catches away. Six like catches that. away, Jerry, from you. Six catches away yeah. and four touchdowns away in the postseason. Yeah, you, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I saw the social media, all of that stuff, and and, and I, you know, I, I go on social media and they said, well, Jerry, Jerry Rice is probably going to complain that you know, you know, about uh, seventeen uh, football games or whatever, right. or you know, you know, having so many opportunities uh, in in the playoffs on just little short routes and all that stuff. It doesn't matter yeah. to me, baby. It doesn't matter. It's okay. I yeah. got plenty of records. I know you, you do. You can't break them all. You can't <laughs> break them all, baby. <laughs> Jerry, you know. I'll throw you a bone. I'll throw you one or <laughs> right. two. That's all you I can have a couple. You can have a couple. You have a seat at the table, right? Here's the seat at the yeah, table with some right. gold fuel, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but one thing, one thing. I retired in 2005. Guess who they still talking about? Jerry Rice. That's right. <laughs> Dante and I were talking about that earlier, Jerry. We just go, sometimes we just look at your, your box scores, all your pro football reference, yeah. and we just look in awe with some of the, your numbers you're putting up, and we try to compare guys today, right? We try to compare Devontae or you know even Kelsey tight end number, like all this sort of stuff. No. It just nothing compares no. to what you have done in your career. Sp- like People are talking about Montana and Brady right. and all that stuff. That's great. They're quarterbacks. You go to Jerry Rice's pro football reference page, it's unbelievable. What's crazy is no you're touching it. Past the age of 30, Jerry, I think you're a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Just 30 man. and up, you're a Hall Cut of Famer. Cut career in half. <laughs> right. Done. Hey, hey, guys, but man, I was blessed, man. Yeah. I had so many great players around me, and we, we fed off each other. We knew how important it was to win for the city of San Francisco. And, and, and I know Dan Campbell, you know, he's talking about, you know, harsh weather, you know, auto industry and stuff like that. Things are hard here and there and, and there. But baby, we play for the Bay. We yeah. play for the Bay. And and this weekend, this weekend, I know you know golf is coming in. He's mm-hmm. playing exceptional. Brown, you know they are, they have a good uh, defense. You respect that team, but you know they're coming into your house. They want to take something away from you, and you just got to go out there and be ready to battle. And obviously greatest wide receiver of all time i gotta ask you about the wide receivers you know obviously debo samuel banged up here it's gonna be 50 50 heading into next week how big of a loss would that be for this 49ers offense if debo samuel's not ready to go jerry i remember this guy i think it was super bowl 29 he played with a, a grade three separated shoulder uh and it happened early during the ball game i expect debo samuel to be on that football field mm. That's the bottom line. And, and, and I think with Debo, you know, being a competitor that he is, uh, he's going to be ready to play. So, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not looking for him to, uh, sit this one out or anything right. like that. You know, we got, we got to have all our soldiers. Yep. We got to have everybody to get ready to rally, rally and get ready to, uh, go and battle, man. Uh, and, uh, I think he's going to lead the way. Well, I was going to go to Brandon Ayuk here, who was visibly at times frustrated last Saturday night. He was open on a couple drag routes, one that right before halftime, a couple times in the second half. But he made a huge catch there on the final drive on third down to catch that pass where only Brock Purdy could put it. 
What would be the advice to Brandon Ayuk here if Debo can't go? Because he is the de facto number one wide receiver. I love Brandon Ayuk. A lot of people talk about him. I think Brandon Ayuk could be one of the 15, 10 best receivers in this game. What would the right. advice be for him? Because if Debo is compromised, Detroit will roll coverage his way. But you saw double teams all the time. You saw triple teams all the time. And he still came through in a clutch. What would that advice be to Brandon Ayuk going up against his Detroit secondary, knowing that he's going to see a lot of their coverage? It's time for him to shine again. That's it. You know, if uh, Debo is not on the field, we know that he's going to be that playmaker. And uh, like that third down catch that he made over the middle, that was a difficult catch. He got to make plays like that, and he got to have confidence in himself that, hey, look, you know, I'm going to be ready to go. And, I, you know, I want to see him run more routes on the outside, too. Yeah. You know, well, you, you, you know, because he's been running that, you know, that sort of like that, uh, almost like that twenty yard uh, over the middle, and uh, you know, defense coordinators they're gonna they're gonna plan for that. So we're gonna have to put some wrinkles into that offense, and we're gonna have to change some of our tendencies. And I think if we do that, uh, you know, we're gonna be okay. And yeah. and, 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 and it boils down, hey, it's gonna boil down the defense guys. Yeah. Totally. We, 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 we hey, look, we got to be able to shut that offense down. Yeah. Where's that pass rush at, Jerry? On that quarterback, we we got to put that. You know, we got to have that pass rush. We got to have those guys, those linebacker, Fred Warner, all of those guys, mm-hmm. and the guys got got to cover in the secondary because these guys got some playmakers on offense, and and we can't you know let them have big plays. That's a good point, Jamison Williams. That guy will take the top off of any defense. Jameer Gibbs in the passing game as well. They're dynamic running back. Sam Laporta. I mean, for a rookie tight end, the guy looks like a ten-year vet out there. Jerry, I wanted to talk about you know the status of a team and the mindset of a team heading into a big game like this. Everyone, and obviously, you want to block out the outside noise, but basically, everyone that's not a Niners fan is going to be riding the Detroit Lions this week. They are the America's darling. You know, mm-hmm. this team has been, you know, dog, you know what, for so long. So everyone's behind the Detroit Lions. And now the Niners find themselves as kind of like, not quite villains, but no one wants to see the Niners win this week. As a player, do you relish opportunities to, you know, quote unquote, be the villain like this more so than, you know, America's sweetheart? Because I feel like you would, <laughs> you would relish that role of being the villain, right? Because you guys were so damn good for most of your career. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, you just brought back some memory of uh, Dak Prescott, man. I uh, know Cowboys, but yeah, I, I understand. I understand Detroit. You know they they've been, uh, you know they haven't been in the playoffs in a long time, and everybody is probably going to be, you know, pulling for them. But you know, this is a uh, Niner country, man. Yep. This is Niner country, and 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 of course we bleed Forty uh, ers Yep. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, what's going to happen this weekend. I think it's going to be a great football game. But, you know, uh, if you're the underdog, it's okay. It, it, it's okay. Everybody can be going for Detroit. We don't care about yeah. that. As long as our team, we get out there and we bring the noise yep. and let them know that, hey, look, we want to get this W. Yeah, Levi's was loud last week. It was deafening Saturday night. They really brought it. 49er Empire there. They brought it inside the Levi Stadium. Jerry Rice here on the morning Russell on 95.7 The Game. Let me ask you about the coaches. Dan Campbell, such a different guy than Shedahead, right? Dan Campbell's rah-rah. We're going to bite your kneecaps off. We're fired up. You know, we're blue collar. And then you got Shedahead, who's a little more methodical. He's got the hat on. He's in his play sheet. You don't see a lot of emotions from him. Uh, what are your thoughts about the rah-rah coach versus a guy like Kyle Shanahan? Talk about the difference between the two coaches here, Jerry. No, I just want to see uh, Kyle Shanahan just run through it. 
on the football field this weekend. <laughs> You're a savage, Jerry. <laughs> You're a savage, man. I don't know. True story. Real quick, Jerry. True story. I was working at a golf tournament. I think it was TPC out in Hayward or whatnot. And we were doing a video with Jerry Rice. You probably don't remember this. But I asked Jerry Rice, I said, man, what would you do on the football field if I, if I had to guard you right now? Jerry looked at no, me. No. Dropped his drink and said, I would run right through you. I would take your soul. I would take your heart. And I was like, damn, Jerry, I'm just trying to have some fun on the video. So I know you would run through Dan Campbell. But I don't know if Shanahan's going to do it. Dan Campbell's a big boy. Yeah, you know, uh, but Dan Campbell, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's like that type of coach uh, with a lot of enthusiasm and all that. But you see the same thing in Kyle Shanahan. He's competitive. He wants to win. And I think he's going to, you know, do everything possible to call that perfect game where, uh, you know, his team is going to win. Jerry, is the 49ers quarterback position the most difficult position to play in sports? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, it, it, especially now with this run-pass option and, and all that. You know, back in the day, we, we would spread, uh, you know, spread the defense out, uh, big play opportunities on the outside. Everything was timing. And, and now it's just like, you know, you don't see the quarterback on the center that much. He's all, always in shotgun, so it throws the rhythm off a little bit. And everything is so condensed. But, you know, I, I believe in, in Brock Purdy. I, I, I love, you know, his intensity, his decision-making, all of those things. And I think he's going to have his best football game uh, this weekend. And you know, the pressure of being a Niners quarterback, you just alluded to it, Jerry. It's almost like you could never win no matter what. Come back in the fourth quarter, you get no points. It's, what did he do in the three quarters? If you do ball out, it's, well, can you win a Super Bowl here? Uh, what advice would you give to Brock Purdy, or have you given Brock Purdy advice on how to handle being a quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers? I think Brock is so composed, and you know, even with all of this uh, rah-rah stuff coming out about Tom Brady, and you know, they wanted Tom Brady uh, uh, to be the quarterback for the 49ers. Uh, Brock is our quarterback, and I believe in him. And we about to go into the championship game, and the way he can, uh, all the naysayers and stuff like that to shut him up is for him to go and win this football game. So we, we look forward, uh, to challenges. And, 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 I, and I think that's something that's lost yep. in football anymore. People don't want to, players don't want to compete anymore, man. Right. They don't want, you know, for positions and stuff like that. And, and, uh, it, it's the same way in business too. It's the same thing, you know, but, I was always that guy that was willing to lay everything on the line. And if I, if, if I fail, so what? That's just part of growing. And, uh, and, and somehow I would always find a way. I think the thing about Brock is his composure and how he, uh, executes that offense. And, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's fiery, man. Yeah. He, he likes playing, uh, football for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. It's going to be a fun game on Sunday. We'll see you out there, Jerry. Now I'm trying to decide. Do I, do I get me the 12-pack of pineapple cream soda? Do I get me the black cherry ginger ale? Do I go chocolate cold berry on Sunday? Sounds what are good. you doing when it comes to gold fuel on Sunday, man? Because I know you had the big chain on weighing down your neck. The thing weighs about 15 pounds, Jerry. So much ice on okay. that chain. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Hey, look. I always got something, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if I should break it out right now. I don't think it. No, Come no, on, I Jerry. Come on. You got to break it out. No, Come on. Jerry. Don't do Come that on. to us right now, Just man. Come on, man. Candies and hey, no. candy flavors no. and blueberry lemonade. Tell Shasha you got to break it out right now, man. No, 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 no. You got to wait to see it, man. Yeah, but this, yeah you know, I, I got them all, man. This is the can here. 
with goat fuel on it. Then I got this chain goat fuel. Then I got the, of course, I got the helmet. Yeah, you you got, know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no doubt. It, hey, guys, I'm coming strong this weekend. <laughs> I know you are. I know I'm going to be out there early. Man, hey, hey, I, I, I'm probably not going to be able to sleep the night before because <laughs> I, I, I still, you know, I still get excited. And, you know, being around the fans and. You know, Jerry, yes, now I got to ask amazing. you. I got to ask you. When what? you're driving to the stadium on a game day, either when you played or now, because I always have my game day playlist. I'm like, I got to get hyped up. It's like I'm playing. It's like I'm wearing eye black. What is that ride to the stadium like with Jerry Rice? Jerry Rice, the guy who's retired. What is that ride like to the stadium? Are you still in game mode or are you playing Tupac? What are you knocking on the way man, to the stadium? You got, you got some Tupac. You got some Snoop Dogg. You got some Birdman. You got Lil Wayne. You got everything going on right now because I'm, you know, once I I enter that stadium, it's on, baby. It's on. I, I, I mean, be my, because my interaction with the fans, I love, you know, I love the fans. And, and I love to be able to do certain things, maybe take pictures or, you know, sign some memorabilia or something like that because they made me who I am. Yeah. You yeah, know, wow. they, they inspired me to go out there and be great. So when I walk in that stadium, it's showtime, baby. Yeah, no doubt. Hall of Famer on and off the field. <laughs> go pick up some gold fuel. I, I got I to gotta figure out which 12-pack I want. Maybe I'm going mango passion fruit this week with a little bit of something-something. I don't know. Hey, we'll see. Spinoni. I was thinking that you hey, were reading my wavelength right there. Look for the chain this week, baby. Look for the chain, <laughs> man. Yeah, I'm looking for the chain, Jerry. I'm looking for you on Here the field, go. man. Let's go, go, man. It's the title game. Go. Let's go. Jerry Rice on the morning roast, man. Thank you so much for always joining us, man. We appreciate it. All right, Jerry. The GOAT. Thanks, Jerry. The best football player ever. Lace him up, in my opinion. Jerry Rice. You look at his numbers. You look at his numbers all throughout the touchdowns, everything like that. Jerry Rice. Man, I wanted to break out the chain. What did he have right there? He had, something. He, he had something special That was for a us. tease right there. That you, was that's, tease. that's what we call in the radio business a tease right there, ladies and gentlemen. You're not going to want to miss what Jerry Rice has to rock this Sunday at yeah, Levi no Stadium, doubt. and they're going to be going nuts. They're going to be going nuts. We're all going to be going I nuts. I wonder how you many how many Lions fans are going to be traveling out there. I don't know. That's going to be interesting how to me. This is the biggest. blue in the bleachers? I'm excited because the juxtaposition, right? It's red versus blue, and you'll you, there's certain no, colors where it's going to be mass. No, there's not going to be no. I'm not. No, I'm not saying no that. No Crips. No, like I'm the Hatfields just, and McCoys. No, 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 no. Haskin would say no, the Hatfields and McCoys. I'll say blue lightsaber versus red lightsaber. Thank you. Shout out the Sith and the, the uh, yeah. That's over here. That? Yeah, that is over you know, from Star Trek. Stop it. Um, shout out to Jean-Luc Picard, next generation. Um, but th- I love that in just any big games, right? You think of Alabama-Auburn, right? Yeah. You think of the, just the split crowd. And we're not going to have that levels because obviously it's Michigan, at home. Michigan, Ohio, Ohio, Ohio Michigan, State, Ohio State, yeah, Michigan, yeah, yeah. Alabama, yeah, right? Yeah, Ohio State. But like that's like that. Visually, it's going to look stunning. I think you'll have a little patches here and there of blue, but the Red Sea. Yeah. And Jared Goff is it looking to be no. Moses and can he part it? Right. You Listen, like, you like some that? people are saying two dollars, two dollars fifty cent for a can of gold field. That's our boy Brandon IU. Oh well, two fifty. That's nothing. I mean, that's today nothing. that's getting you a small cup of coffee. Isn't a monster like four dollars? Right. You Come know, on. it's reasonable actually. I might get some gold <laughs> field now. And at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero is the number we'll play some Jerry Rice. Uh, by the way, some breaking news here. I don't know if you've been watching what's going on with the Milwaukee Bucks. He's fired Adrian Griffin yesterday. Right, and the Bucks are second in the East, thirty and thirteen. They just hired Doc Rivers. Oh my god, Doc Rivers sniped him. Doc Rivers was a special advisor to the Bucks head coach, and he went and took his job. Wait, while working for ESPN? Thank you for the fake out. Yeah, the, the fake, breaking the news. fake out. Adrian what? Griffin was winning. He was thirty and thirteen, and he got fired. 
got fired. Now, there was a lot of rumblings. Obviously, Terry Stotts got fired before the season, had to walk away because of some disagreements. Yeah. They weren't playing defense well, but I think that's a byproduct of not having Drew Holiday and having to compromise Chris Middleton. And Damian Lillard, we know he doesn't play defense. But Doc Rivers, not going to Milwaukee. I mean, half the season in the booth with Mike Green and Doris Burke. The grass isn't always greener. They got rid of Mike Budenholzer, right? Because yep. the first round exit, obviously, the Heat ended up going to the NBA Finals. So tough, but. Begs the question, Bonte, who's going to fill in the number one slot on the ESPN broadcast? Bring now? it back, Jeff A. Gundy. Bring it back, Mark Jackson. Or is it just going to be Man down, Park? man down. I don't know. I don't know. You probably stick with Doris. Right. Who else is out there? J- are they going to like J.J. Reddick or Richard Jefferson? Nah, ah. Oh, gosh. What's Bob doing no. these days? What's Kendrick Perkins up to? Put Kendrick on there. Ah, I'm sure Warriors fans would love that. Well, speaking of Warriors, it is Warriors Wednesday. You brought go. to you by Freeman's Appliance. You trust today since 1922. Visit Freeman's Appliance. Dot com today. Uh, also, Twitch and YouTube brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. It's smart choice for low auto law rates. It's super simple online pro- application process. All right, coming up on the morning roast, 957 again. We're going to continue to roll here. A lot of fun on the show. Uh, we're going to take some calls after we get to Anthony Slater, our 95-70 game insider. The Warriors are back on the floor today uh, against the Atlanta Hawks. And today, the Warriors, you, by the way, Warrior fans, you want to show up before 7 o'clock. We're going to tribute Decky. We're going to have a nice tribute for Decky uh, before the game. Video tribute. Steve Kerr will say a few words. And then we'll have the Serbian National Anthem in honor of our boy Decky, who passed away last week. We'll talk to Anthony Slater about the state of the Golden State Warriors. That's coming up on 95.7 Game here on the Morning Rust. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Morning Roast is live on YouTube right now. Take it away, Bonte. Ooh, Ray Love on a Wednesday. I love Ray. It's so hard, this beat. Get your mask or Keep your mask on. Yeah. Ray Love, OG. Ray Love. L-U-V. Ray Love. I picked up a tape from him. It's the East-West Shrine game with Paulo Alto. And Ray Love was giving out free cassette tapes. Really? Yeah. I forget, this is early, 93, 94, wow. maybe 95. East-West Shrine game used to be at Stanford University. Yeah. 
Sure, I'll stadium. believe you. Yeah, yeah no, I don't back know. in the day, I was one year old. You were one years old. <laughs> one years old. Uh, we are talking NFC title game, but we're going to take a quick time out because the Dubs are back on the floor. They're back on the court today. Uh, we haven't seen them on the floor since Martin Luther King Jr. Day when they lost to the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, that was probably one of the worst losses yeah. of the season. But since then, you know, tragedy has struck the Golden State Warriors organization. Obviously, Decky, uh Milajovic passed away last Wednesday. Um as they were getting ready for a game in Salt Lake City, had a heart attack Tuesday night at a restaurant they always attend in Salt Lake City. I don't think the Warriors will ever go to that restaurant ever again. And unfortunately, Decky left two kids and his lovely wife uh, back on the surf. And just a traumatic time for the Golden State Warriors. They hit the floor today, but it's about the mood of the team and where their mindset is at. Nobody covers the Warriors better than Anthony Slater, our 95-70 game insider. Of course, covers the Dubs for the Athletic. Anthony, good morning, man. Good morning. I know it's been a tough time for the Golden State Warriors, and uh, I know you've had some time off. You've been going up to Sacramento, but being around this team right now, Anthony, mentally, what is the mood of this basketball team right now? Um, like subdued, you'd probably say. Um, you know, it was like kind of a, you know, you don't want to say a mental break, but this is going to end up being longer than the All-Star break, right? Yeah. Nine yeah. nine days between games. Um, I don't know how that aids them physically. Uh, it's a lot different than being on a tropical beach in February, which you do for the All-Star break, right? You know, grieving like this. Um, but they're back at practice in some ways. I do think the games uh, can be, you know, a distraction, an emotional outlet, whatever you want to call it tonight. I mean, Fonte, I assume you're going to be out there. Like, I expect it to be a scene. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that helps kind of move forward. I mean, you saw it in Serbia, right? You yep. see, everyone saw the, the, the images out there. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of in some ways a special event, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird around them. I mean, people are... It's just, it's foreign. I don't think right. people kind of know how to act in this situation. Yeah, Steve Kerr called it the saddest situation he's ever been involved in. He's been in the league for over 35 years. Now, the Warriors tonight, they're encouraging fans to get their in their seats before 7 p.m. tip-off because there will be a tribute for Decky uh, before the game, a video tribute. Steve Kerr will say a few words. It won't be a moment of silence from what, I want, what I'm understanding. It'll be a moment of celebration for Decky. And then, of course, the Serbian National Anthem will be played today in honor of Decky because you been around this team a lot, Anthony. You've gotten to know Decky. The guy never not like I never saw him without a smile on his face. It just always seemed like he was as happy, happy to be in the league. Obviously, he coached a long time overseas. He played the game, but his rapport with Bigs, especially internationally, with Jokic would always come to town. Him and Jokic always had a nice dialogue. I never saw Decky in a bad move, Anthony. Bad mood, I should say. Yeah, no. You know what I remember most is. Uh... You know, you mentioned it, but like not just the European things, but like almost any Eastern European player pregame would see him, spot him from across the court. Very easy to spot, right? Like six, 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 seven, huge, burly, you know, kind of has that howling laugh. And they would just, you know, basically jog over every time to give him a hug and check in with him. Uh, and it was just clear he, he had such a, uh, an impact uh, internationally in that way, you know, to that part of the, of the world. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, friendly as can be. I mean, I've had countless conversations with him pregame because he was very inviting um, to just go. To, and by the way, very, like, I I know a lot of people that that's kind of been what, what we've talked about most. So I think that's what matters most, right? Like the, the off-court personality. Smart basketball guy, too. You know, I would sit there and talk. I love talking about, like, the mechanics of, like, the big man position. And I can remember I talked to him in Memphis 
the day before this all happened. And, you know, we were talking about the game, but we were also talking about Trace Jackson Davis and the right. way he can kind of pass on the short roll and, and just Decky's belief that big men, you know, at the highest level just need to be able to pass. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was Jokic's tutor. He was he was trying to teach James Wiseman some of this stuff, but just kind of that natural feeling because that's what he was really good at when he played. And I think that's maybe getting lost a little bit. Like, this guy was a really good coach, too. Go ahead, Spadol. Get in. Um, so, Anthony, you're talking about Steve Kerr here and what has been a very difficult season on the court for them, obviously, and now you know, adding unfortunate, an unfortunate death here on top of it, one of his staff members. Can you just speak to how he has handled all of this, kind of being the voice for the Warriors in such a difficult time? Because I read the article from Marcus Thompson, the second-year colleague for The Athletic, and, man, it, it almost like you know, got me choked up a little bit just – all that he had to deal with, he had to communicate with his family, all of that, and he was kind of the leader. Obviously, he's the leader of the team being the head coach, but being the emotional leader as well, I think we've kind of undervalued here in what has been a hard season on the court. Can you just speak to what you've seen from Kerr during his last week and a half leading this team, both on and off? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it, and I think it is a good idea anybody that wants to read Marcus's story on it, but uh, this is Steve Kerr's specialty, right? You know, like management of situations particularly um you know situations that extend far beyond the x's and o's and uh you know having the setting that this all happened in right it was a you know a team dinner where you know at a place that the coaches particularly love to frequent in salt lake city it's a ron adams special for it to happen there um i think sprung Steve Kerr into action as kind of like the, the leader of the response of all of this. And, I mean, you mentioned it, dealing with the family. I mean, Steve even talked about, um, you know, speaking with, with Dehan's two kids about losing a father because it's something he dealt with that I think has shaped him. And I mean, we can all know has shaped him. I mean, he goes on CNN sometimes and talks about, you know, the way that that, uh, you know, affected his life. So just his life experience and just also his human touch. Steph had a good quote in the Marcus story about that too, but this is why he is considered one of the best coaches in the league because coaching goes so far beyond, you know, the rotational patterns that we discussed on most weeks and probably we'll start discussing again tonight, I assume. Um, but you know, like there's, I think they will be guided through this a lot smoother than, than in most situations because who that coaches. I mean, that's just what it is. Yeah, of course, Decky, his, uh, his wife, Natasha, the children, two children, Nicola and Masa, they were there Wednesday night. They flew out there. Steve Kerr really, like you just pointed out to in that Marcus Thompson story, uh, Steve Kerr really stepping up to fill that leadership vo- void for not only this basketball team, for, for Decky's family, as we're talking to Anthony Slater here. So we're going to try to transition here, uh, not to tonight's game. Obviously, the Warriors are back on the floor. We haven't seen them since Memphis. We'll react to that once we see how the Warriors play against Atlanta. I'm not sure if Trey Young is going to play. Have you checked the injury report? It's just kind of been away from basketball as the Warriors grieve Decky's death. But the Team USA uh, group uh, finalists came out the other day. 41 players, I believe, 42 players. Steph Curry is one of them. Is he given to be on that Team USA team? Because I know there's a lot of great point guards on that list, but it feels like Steph's got a spot on that roster. Right, Anthony? If he wants it, you know, how does the season end? How, you know, physically, how draining is it? Does he have a deep playoff run at this point? sure he'd love to have a deep playoff run but if he doesn't then maybe he has he's more refreshed i mean the simplest way to answer your question is if he wants to be on the team yes right Steph curry will be on the team right yeah. uh it's just stuff can happen between now and then that's why i think he's been like going as far as to say i want to do it but not committing fully to it but the fact he's on that list like you said says plenty and 
yeah, I think he'd be the starting point guard for Steve Kerr's Team USA team if he wants to be. Well, I got to move over Austin Reeves. You got to get past that guy first. Um, oh. But <laughs> I had to sneak that in there, Bonte. Sorry. Uh, realistic expectations uh, for this. Obviously, oh, the trade dead. Thank you. The trade deadlines. Uh, we're two weeks away from it tomorrow. Expectations for the squad. I mean, you got a kind of a tough stretch here to come out of this. Hawks, okay, but then you got the Kings, you got the Lakers, you got the Sixers uh, on Tuesday. Anthony, realistic expectations ahead of the trade deadline for this team. Well, you know this this nine day break came at a uh, you know at a decision point for this Warriors team. And Mike Dunleavy's discussed and 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 indicated. You know, remember he wanted that like fifteen to twenty games to see this team, and he's even kind of talked about wanting to see this team with Draymond. You know, is there any type of final push that can uh, incentivize the Warriors to 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 believe that they can you know get back into true contention and and want to give this team a boost in the trade market, maybe use future assets, add money, that type of thing, or you know are they eighteen and twenty two? They're facing this four game home stand, which by the way is difficult. No Trey Young tonight, by the way. I know you asked that he's not playing, but after that it's Kings, you know, off two days rest, and yeah. then it's Lakers ABC Saturday night, and yeah. it's Sixers Tuesday um, with Joel Embiid who just scored seventy. So. <laughs> You know, you know, if you go one and three or something in this four game stretch, you're nineteen and twenty five. Yeah. As as the deadline really cranks near, you have the highest uh, you know tax bill. You have some contracts to go deep into the future. Andrew Wiggins is the one you would probably highlight most, and you got decisions to make. So, yeah. you know, the other the flip side is if Draymond looks good, uh, and you go three and one, or perhaps four and zero, oh, and you're let's just say three and one, you're what, 21 and 23 and kind of boosting forward? I mean, maybe there is some more motivation. So I just think this is a, a really big week to see how they come out of this. Yeah, no doubt. I no doubt. I can't wait to see how much autonomy the Lakers give Mike Dunleavy in terms of he does want to move some pieces here. That'll come in the next two weeks, of course. But tonight, a game when which the Warriors will honor their sister coach. Uh, Dayon, man, Dayon, what an unfortunate situation, just 46 years young, uh, leaving this world, of course, with his wife, Natasha, and his two kids there. Anthony, we'll see you later tonight at Chase Center, buddy. Thanks for the time. All right, fellas. Anytime. Thanks, Anthony, Anthony. Slater here on the Morning Russ on 95.7 Game, our 95.7 Game Insider. And we'll transition back to the Niners in just a second. 888-957-9570. Dale Luanda Creek, I see you. We'll get to you in just a second here. Uh, but just, boy, what an unfortunate situation. I've never seen anything happen like this. Assistant coach passes away in the middle of a season. The big man coach, of course, for Kavad Looney. And Kavad Looney's had his best seasons under Decky, who was mm-hmm. entering his third year as assistant coach with the Go-To State Warriors. It just had to have that happen in Salt Lake City at a restaurant the Warriors always go to, courtesy of Ryan Adams. You heard Anthony Slater right there. And, you know, I was talking to Raymond Ritter this morning before the show. And they're never going to that restaurant ever again. How could you? Their life has changed. Every time they head to Salt Lake City, no matter if they finish their careers with the Golden State Warriors or elsewhere, every time they head to Salt Lake City, how do you not think about this unfortunate situation? That's a traumatic experience. Like that, that, that that's legit. Like you have to take not just a week off. Like they're yeah. the players have to go back and play that. But mm-hmm. if you're the coaches, like that's something you you have to deal with the rest of your life. That that can't be easy. Like we like to think of you know um, like PTSD right post traumatic stress yep. disorder. I'm not saying anyone has that and stuff, but we like to think of you know the war effects like people right. going in the military a lot. Mm-hmm. That happens everyday life. First responders, uh, every someone that situation that happened last week, watching a coworker, a friend, one of your brothers mm-hmm. die in front of you, that is a very serious thing and very hard to just wrap your mind around. So I, I just 
my heart goes out to the family, to the players, to the coaches. It's just, it's so damn difficult yep. to, you know, let alone just go about your everyday life because as as the saying goes, life goes on, but yep. that's going to dwell on you for a long, long time. Yeah. And it, it's something I don't wish on anyone. Yeah, what a, what a year for the go to say. Well, there's a lot of adversity to deal with. This is just the Shout latest. out Steve Kerr, by the way. Shout Spontane. out Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr stepping up. Stepping up he, they needed yep. that. They did need that. That, that is something, that, that is something, and Anthony alluded to it, you know, having lived through that trauma with his right. father, losing him, being able to relate to those kids, mm-hmm. like I could not imagine. And I would, you know, if heaven forbid I'm ever in a situation like that but to have someone that has also been through that to try to comfort me at that time yeah i can't quantify what that would have meant to the children no, there and the family no doubt no doubt no doubt it's it's a tough situation there so get there early be a video tribute for day on uh before the game steve kerr would speak a few words and it'd be a moment of celebration not a moment of silence a moment of celebration we saw what happened over there with techies former teams out there in uh eastern europe what a scene that was right yeah, that was crazy. You know, they're chanting his name for both teams yeah. and his pictures and his artwork. Unbelievable scene out there. Unbelievable. So uh, he had a major impact. Nikola Jokic impact. swears yeah. by this guy. No, he does. Right. He so does. so, and that's the best player in the league. Although Joel Embiid might be saying something about that at this point. So um, just uh, our hearts go out to him and show up early. Show out. Yeah, what a decky. One of the best fan outpouring I've seen in my life, man. That was insane out there. Insane. Well, in that's East what they Europe. say. Like Luca and all right. those, all the uh, Eastern European guys, they swear right. by the the atmosphere is much, oh, yeah. much different out there in Europe. The Clippers are going to try to uh, create that scene at their new stadium, uh, into it though. Really? They're try to create that same type of vibe on one end on the floor. So we'll see about well, that. They actually got to win and get fans there. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. God, you they kicked their ass. They kicked the Lakers' ass last night. I'll say that they yeah, did. They did. They did. No LeBron, uh, no Bonte though. Yeah, no LeBron, no Bate. I went to sleep early on that game. No uh, Lakers! Don't miss the kickoff show this Sunday with Larry Kruger and Lorenzo Neal. Live two hours before the start of the game. Join us at the Hilton Santa Clara for delicious food, great drinks, and the best pregame show in the Bay Area. Presented by Habis Law. You've been wronged. Habis Law will fight to make it right. Call 1-800-INJURED or visit HabisLaw.com. Again, we're going to be live and local all day on Sunday. Kickoff the championship Sunday with Mark Grady and Sterling Bennett from 9 to 1. And as I just mentioned, Lorenzo Neal and Larry Kruger, a couple hours before kickoff as the Niners host the Detroit Lions in the NFC title game, the fourth time the Niners have been in the title game in the last five years. It's unbelievable. Really, really is impressive what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have done with this organization. And on the flip side, it's impressive to see the Lions in his spot. Dan Campbell's third year. We know how it started with them. We saw Dan Campbell in his first ever game as head coach with the Detroit Lions. When it almost came back at the end, it got a little hairy there. Trey Lance, the first touchdown of the year. Trent Sherfield. God, Gene Garoppolo's a starter. Like and, That feels like forever ago. And Mark Sanchez was not lying. That cannot be a good feeling. That was not a good feeling for Jimmy Garoppolo, no doubt. But but look, we've come a long way. Both teams have come a long way. And now we're here. It's Judgment Day. Who's got the most pressure out of coach? Terminator 2, Judgment Day? Judgment Day. Let's go. Judgment Day. Now, before we get to Dale and Wanda Creek, I've got to play this fascinating sound with Dan Campbell. And Dan Campbell, look, he's a walking soundbite. A walking soundbite. Now, I'm not sure where exactly this came. Oh, here it is. Dan Campbell's speech. His speech. Was it his post game? If you have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass. <laughs> what does it even mean? 
<laughs> he said, "Is he basically going to beat your ass?" Well, does he insinuate like if I'm like uh, if I'm crippled, he's going to beat me up still? I think it means he doesn't discriminate. Like no matter how many toes you have, like you will be at the end of a Dan Campbell ass beating. God. Listen to this speech and love me. Let me know when you flip that out because I gotta I gotta play something for all the Niner fans because out there in Detroit, <laughs> they're feeling a little too confident, a little too confident. I told you, really? I'll, find some, I'll find you something to I hate mean, about Detroit. I mean, they don't have any pressure on them, Bonte. So no, they, are, I, I, they, got, you, they can have all the confidence I, they want. I, I'll tell you why no you need to hate Detroit. C.J. Gardner-Johnson. That's why you hate Detroit. Aiden Hutchinson and that stupid eye black that he puts over his eye. That's how you hate Detroit. You like Detroit. the eye black. No, I don't you like, the, the I don't like that eye black. <laughs> no, I kind of do. Uh, <laughs> Amaras ain't brought in that stupid blue hair dye that he has in his head. That's a reason to hate Detroit. Jared Groff, you scored. You lived in Marin County. I got love for Marin County and Marin Catholic. I love you, Goffs. I do. Kenny Coughlin, shout out to you. Jared Goff, the most inconspicuous guy to hate on that team, by the way. But you know what? You're with the cow. You guys didn't do anything at cow. You lost to USC at Sonny home. Dykes? I got a reason to hate Detroit. Trust me. I'll find multiple reasons to hate Detroit. But I know if this speech is one of them. Eminem's last few albums haven't been great. No, so they haven't. Overrated. What are we? What makes us what we are? And what we're going to be? I think it's that right there. It's grit. It's what we started with last year, guys. All you guys that were in here. It's our core foundation, man. Grit. And what does it mean? Really, in a nutshell, I think it means this. We'll go a little bit longer, we'll push a little harder, and we'll think a little deeper and a little sharper. Like To me, it means we'll play anywhere. We'll play on grass, we'll play in turf, we'll go to a landfill. <laughs> doesn't matter. doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. <laughs> it means that normally I'm 100%, 85%, man. That's all I need to beat you. I don't care. I will produce and win at 85%. You guys already know, you're not going to be 100% until next March. This is the best you're going to feel right now. It's the best you're going to feel. That was before. That was a training camp or Hard Knocks, I believe. Yeah. And they were good at Hard Knocks. Jamal Williams, remember he had the speech and he was crying and stuff like that? Jamal Williams is a character, man. He was a character. Now, being dangerous in the shallows and the abyss, Dan Campbell, I don't know what the hell was this is. Was it Shakespeare? <laughs> what is There's happening? a number of teams. <laughs> As it equates to, just bear with me, the ocean, right? There's a number of teams, they just barely get to the water. You got to get in the water to compete. The number of teams, that's all they get to. Then there's a number of teams, they are in the shallows. And they come in a hurry, man, and they are all over your ass. They are all over your ass, and they strike and move. They strike and move, and they're dangerous, man. You just got to get a hold of them, though. If you can just get a hold of them and you start dragging their ass out to the deep, dark abyss, you can drown them. And that's what we got to be. That's who we have to be. Because that's our domain. That is our domain. Because we'll tread water as long as it takes to bury you. We'll go as long as it takes because we can and we choose to. That's who we are. That's who we have to be. Now, it goes without saying, the teams that are dangerous in the shallows and the abyss are probably the top four or five in this league. That's who they are. And that's what we're working to. Last thing I'm going to say, I'm keeping this brief. The last thing I'm going to say is this. There is no light at the end of the tunnel. There is no light. There's a song Metallica has, No Leaf Clover, and it says, man, when it comes to the soothing light at the end of your tunnel, 
It's just a freight train coming your way. So if you're seeing a light, it's a freight train. Just put your head down and go to work. It's about to be fun, man. It's about to be fun. So that's what's coming at Levi Stadium. That right there. I'm, and I'm not mad at the speech. No, I'm, ready, I'm not I'm, mad I'm, at I'm, it. I'm actually fired up. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I have goosebumps coming. To, like literally on my forearms right now. Hearing Dan Campbell say that, I'm, I his locker room speeches are unbelievable, and a lot of people doubted him. I did. Dan I thought Campbell, it was going to work. Brad Holmes, their GM, the Fords, they're doing an exceptional job of team building. They've got a lot of guys they've drafted and groomed. And they have a lot of calluses. They're going to come here, and you know what? They're going to come here. They're going to be ready to roll. They believe they can beat the 49ers. They really do. They don't have any fear of the 49ers. But you know what? I've seen the Niners put out their big boy pats. I've seen the 49ers, this core group, led by Fred Warner, led by Nick Bosa, led by Kyle Shadahead, George Kittle, Debo, Brennan. I've seen this team have to put on their big boy pats and come through. Now, we haven't won that ultimate goal yet. That's the Super Bowl. They've won a lot of big games. A lot of gritty games. This Sunday is going to be another one. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be physical. Detroit at one point in this football game may outhit us. They just may. But damn it, I think it'll be the best out the 49ers this Sunday. They know what's coming. That's what's coming. So we got to be ready to roll here. That defensive line, I'm looking at you as we talk about Pretzer Spinotti, Shanahan. Well, we know Dan Campbell's going to go for it on fourth down all the time. He does not care. Shanahan, how aggressive will you be? Especially when it comes to the end of the first half, when it comes to two-minute situations, when it comes to clock management. How aggressive will you be? Because we know the other guy, Dan Campbell, will be aggressive. But defensively, that guy's walking in here with his offensive line, Penae Sewell, and all these guys on that offensive line. Well, you know what? It starts with number 97. And then Eric and Javon Hargrave, we paid you $40 million guaranteed, mm -hmm. and we stole you from Philadelphia to be an impact player and a game changer. Well, you need to do that this Sunday. That team's coming to hit here. I need my defensive line to step up. So as I talk myself through this whole pressure thing, Spinoni, <laughs> I'm looking at the front four again. You know how I feel about the trenches. It's all these playoff games are won at the line of scrimmage. Well, my defensive line, the most expensive defensive line in all of football, will they finally step up and make their presence felt on Sunday? Because that's what time it is against the Lions, Spinoni. They need to pressure Jared Goff. He's Jared Goff is not Patrick Mahomes. If you get pressure in his face, I mean, you know, Mahomes isn't very faced by it. He can do it. He, he's amazing. If you get pressure on Jared Goff, he will make mistakes. And whoever makes the most mistakes, that team is going to lose. Why did the 49ers win last week, Vontae? You can say it's luck. That's fine. Darnell Savage dropped a pick six, but you know what? They didn't, Brock Purdy didn't turn the ball over. That didn't happen. Who turned the ball over? Jordan Love. Jordan Twice. Love that was the difference in the game. Don't turn the ball over. And I'm not saying playing not to lose. I'm just playing. I'm just. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Saying play smart football and play yep. tough football. You know, it's it's funny that the the Detroit they're they're synonymous with toughness, right? Yep. That that city they are grit personified. All the all the ups and downs that they have been through. Um, Ford, right? Ford feels where they play. What, what's the slogan for Ford? Built Ford tough. Yeah. Right? Well, the 49ers are going to be the tougher team this Sunday. They've been the tougher team all year on defense and on offense. And the catalyst on that for defense is Fred Warner. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at Fred Warner. You're looking at the line. I'm looking at Fred Warner to set that tone and set it early. I'm looking at Dre Greenlaw to have another suplex city a la Kurt Angle in this game. Then on the offensive side, Debo Samuel, I need him to play this game. You heard, heard it from Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. Jerry Rice expects this man to play. Yeah, he expects him to play. Like, I expect Debo to play, too. Thank you. I need there more of that, Kurt Angle. Come on, you give me that. Give me that No, no, right pot now. that up. Pot that it up. up. Don't, just, don't just give me the Come teaser. On. That's right. Hey, that's going to be playing on the boombox, Dante. Debo Samuel, they're going to be coming out with Kurt Angle's theme. Well, you heard Kirk Morrison yesterday. If uh, Debo this, comes this out with that boombox. This gets me fired up, by the way. Debo comes out with that boombox, it will set a tone in Levi Stadium. I can't wait for this game. Hey, I can't wait for this game on Sunday. Last night, the Green Bay game was dead to me by last night. It's officially go time, man. This is the 18th championship game the Niners have been part of. Still fourth in five years. The Niners have not lost a playoff game at Levi Stadium yet. Let's continue that trend. Not going to let the damn Lions come in here and win a football game to go to the Super Bowl. It's not happening that, on Sunday. That can't happen. It's not happening. No, and it's I, not. And I love what they're doing. I love Detroit. I love. I love Dan Campbell. I just heard it's that not happening. It's, they're, they're not losing. It's not happening. The 49ers are not losing. No, nah, it's game. not happening. But this defensive line, I'm telling you right now, this defensive line. And I hope Nick Bosa. I hope. I hope the 49ers digital team is listening to the show because I know they had. They clipped us before. They had to delete it because the other station got jealous because they were using our material, not their materials. That it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> so I know they're listening. I hope they send every one of these damn clips to Javon Hargrave, Nick Bosa, and the rest of that defensive line. It's time to show up and show it on Sunday. You know where Jared Goff's going to be? Sneaky, athletic. Ah, no, no, I'm not buying it. No, he's not sneaky, athletic. We it's know time to Jared get a sack. Is. It's time to get a damn sack, Bosa. <laughs> it's time to get a sack in the playoff game. Please? There's no rain to blame, too. If we were to blame the rain or the conditions, uh, let me look it up right now on my phone so I don't jinx myself. But I believe it's going to be like 70 degrees and sunny, Bonte. Yeah, weather's not, a, not an issue. It's not going to be an issue here. So, I mean, 
No excuses there. Don't turn the ball over. Play smart football. Play tough football. I know that I'm saying all the superlatives, all the, the cliches, but cliches are there for a reason. I mean, Dan Campbell said 50 of them, but that's the stuff. Do your job is what Bill Belichick, the greatest head coach in the history of football, said, Bonte. Yep. Do your job. And I'm looking at, and something we haven't talked about all week, look at the special teams, too. Do your damn job. I'm not blaming the elements this yeah. week. Don't fumble the damn ball on a punt no. return. You know what? If it's inside the 10 yards, and by the way, I see this so many damn times, inside the 10 yards, why are we still catching it? Yeah, I don't isn't know. That, isn't that a well, thing? Also, kickoff team's got to be better. Kickoff return, you give it up M- way too Moody, many yards. Moody, kick it out through the end yeah. zone. Yeah, I, I Don't give them an opportunity special to. Special teams will lose you a game. And you know what? Yes. You better be aware of special teams. We see the Lions fake punt mm-hmm. at their own 25-yard line. Yep. They will run fake field goals. They will run trick plays. They're going to do it all. They're going to empty the playbook on them. But you know what? they got to come here to Levi Stadium. This is why we fought all year for the damn number one seed in home field advantage. We all thought it was lost after the three-game losing streak. They bucked up, went down to Jacksonville. They haven't looked back. Not letting the Lions come in here and win a damn football game in a title game. But you know what? This needs to Because I, I think Purdy's going to be fine. Yeah. Purdy bounced back in the lives. I'm not worried. I don't even want to talk about Purdy right now. I don't even care. He's about not him. even on your top three of under most pressure this he's week. He's not. It's Shanahan, and it's his damn defensive line. This defensive line, this secondary now, it goes hand in hand with the secondary and the defensive line. You don't get pressure, all of a sudden, every time it's going to be getting cooked. It is what it is. We got an every time it's problem, and we can't fix it. We got to just pray and hope that he could. Make a couple plays. It doesn't get beat deep. Well, that's where the defensive line needs to get some pressure because that takes a burden off of the secondary. Yep. And Traverius Ward, you know what? He had an all-pro year. I, I want to pick from him this week. That's what I want. I want some interceptions. It's great that the linebackers are getting him, Bonte. I would love for my secondary players I, to you know, go up against who the Jameson Williams, I love, uh, all these guys. Spadoni, you want to laugh? Yes. Hello this, hello that on YouTube. Hello this, hello Bruh, that. Bruh, why the hell did Farhan not sign Reese Hoskins? <laughs> Two years, 34 million. It's peanuts for the Giants. Far, Farhan. Where's he going? Where's Reese going? Milwaukee. Oh, God. Milwaukee, huh? This destination for Dame Lillard and Reese Hoskins. Come on. Why, not did, Farhan, not, why did Farhan not sign Reese Hoskins? I, did, I didn't see because, that one coming, the because, Farhan Zaidi. Because Farhan right doesn't sign anybody. Duh, duh, duh. Another one bison us. Guys, he literally signed Cooper duh, Hummel. Duh, Come on. Duh. Another one bison us. Well, it's it's and ra- another one. And another one. Another one bison us. Well, it's it's rainy and, and, and drizzly here in uh San Francisco, aka Gotham City. I think I saw the penguin running down oh, there, yeah, Bonte. Yeah, yeah. Two-Face. Is the Riddler out over there? Yeah, Two face, Harvey Dent. <laughs> I believe in Harvey Dent. Oh man, let's go to uh Dale and Walnut Creek. Such Dale. A joke. What is up, Dale? Thanks for waiting on hold, Dale. Dale out in the creek. What's hey, up? Hey Dale. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. morning. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing. I'm fired Super, up. Thanks for right. waiting for I'm by, I'm fired up by Dan Campbell's speech. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, three things. First, shout out to uh, the Warriors coach, uh, his his wife and uh, and kids, um, and and uh, you know prayers go with them. Um, about about the game, about the the game um, in the trenches. Offensive line, defensive line have to show up. Two points I want to make about Brock Purdy, and just bear with me a little bit. Joe Montana is my all-time guy. I remember every season, in the middle of the season, he'd, he'd have a game where he'd overthrow, you know, and you go, what's wrong with Joe this week? You know, what's, what's going on? It happens. Second thing I remember, when Steve Young was quarterback, I think it was 1991, 
We were four and four. He got hurt. Steve Bono came in, won five games in a row. Okay, they didn't make the playoffs so, that year at all. Yeah, but my my point is, two great quarterbacks are our, our two arguably greatest quarterbacks. They're human. Okay, they're human. What I've seen from Brock Purdy this year is, in the Cleveland game, as poorly as he played, as poorly as the whole team played, he brought us down at the end of the game. He shook it off. He put us in a position to win if we made that field goal. Last week, as tough as that game was, he marched down the field at the end and and shook it all off. Had a great, great, great run there at the end, that that last six or seven plays. The kid's tough. He is tough. No quarterback's perfect, but the kid's tough. Protect him because they're in his face all game. Protect him, and he'll take us to the, to the championship. I, I agree. I, I'm with you there, Dale. He stepped up in the fourth quarter, made big-time plays. He did. Who's the tougher quarterback between the two, Brock Purdy or They're Jared both Goff? tough. They're both tough. Okay. Well, you got to sit in the draft room all day long, and you're a seventh-round pick, and you're the last pick of the draft. And on the flip side, you're Jared Goff. It's, it's the it's, poor opposite. the number one pick overall. It's pretty incredible. And you're inactive in your first ever pro football game. Remember, he was in street clothes. That's right. And then, of course, you get traded by the L.A. Rams. All that pressure in L.A., McVay, they basically say, yeah, you're not good enough to take us to the Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl for us. They trade you to Detroit, mm. which nobody wanted to go to. Cleveland, Detroit, where do you want to go? Uh, I'd rather go to the CFL. That's what yeah. one of those franchises are out for a second. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding here. Nobody wants to go to the CFL over the NFL, but Detroit was that bad. Yeah. And you got dumped. And you had to bring up this moribund franchise and bring it up from the ashes no. alongside Dan Campbell with a first-time coach. Not only did they get dumped, he had to watch the the his ex, who married someone else right away, right. win a Super Bowl. Yep. Right get, away. Get married, basically, so, right there. So they're both tough. They're both tough. They're tough. You got to be mentally tough to do what Jared Goff is. No job. doubt. And he came into this. Remember Jeff Fisher that year, that first season. Of Jared Goff yeah. it was horrible. It was terrible. It's awful. And they became number were one. They on hard, were year. they on hard knocks they were too? On hard knocks. It's awful. It was Jeff Fisher, Mr. Seventy Nine, Mr. Medi- yeah, Mr. Mediocre. <laughs> uh, you are listening to ninety five seventy game KGMG FM and AC One San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Don't forget, you can watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log on and search 957 The Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union, the smart choice for low auto low rates and super simple online application process. Shout out to the Comcast Business Sex Line. We love you, YouTube. Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Freeman's Appliance. Trust the day since 1922. Visit freemansappliance.com today. We'll continue to roll along here. Let's get to Al in the City. Spadoni, Al in the City. Up, What's Al? happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. Good morning, Al. Hey, man. Uh, thank you for getting me on there this morning. I just want to uh, talk about this Lion and Niner game. Uh, it's going to be a nice, uh, close uh, battle. You know, it's going to be a hard-fought battle. But, you know, I kind of think about the Lions, 30 years of them, you know, coming back into the playoffs and not really winning anything. I think they're hungry. They're young, they're talented, they're strong, and I always believe in that uh, verse. It says about the lion roaming and seeking and and destroying. So I think they're watching a picture of a lion devouring, uh, you know, animals within a you know in Africa somewhere and uh, hyping up the, the the players, man. So it's going to be a good game. But the lion. Wait, 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 wait! Ow, ow, ow! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on! One second. What's up? You said you're watching videos and they have lions devouring people, and that's how they're getting fired up. No, 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 no! Not people, animals. You know, animals. like how lion uh, 
they prey on hyenas well, and stuff. Yeah, you National know, Geographic. So yeah. they're watching videos like that. Yeah. National Geographic is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Not people, brother. <laughs> okay, uh, I didn't know so, what was going on here. What? Yeah, and all about and all about that. Uh, you know about the lions. About thirty years, they're hungry. But thank you, guys. Anytime. <laughs> okay, Hal. <okay, Al. laughs> By the way, speaking of lions. Back in 1983, when the Niners played the Lions in the divisional round game, that year the Niners lost to the Washington professional football team in the NFC title game. They got they got robbed. It was one of the biggest screw jobs in NFL history, I believe. Officiating was all time bad. I'll take your word. Phantom for it. calls. Okay. Phantom calls. 1983. I'm not going to go 1957 idea when the Lions came back from a halftime deficit against the 49ers at Keysar Stadium. I did watch the highlights on that. Was Sneaky, that? whoever the quarterback was for Detroit, could sling it. Sling I was around. impressed. Sling it. Last time they won a championship, 1957. <laughs> but back in 83, they had a real lion on the field at Candlestick Park. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Why? It's not, the Lions aren't aren't home. Why you bring, Was that from SF Zoo or Oakland yeah. Zoo? Where are you bringing that guy from? Uh, what are we doing? Oh, man. The Lions, I mean, by the way. mascots bring their, do college teams bring their mascots on the road sometimes? Sometimes. But like, that's like, for like, like Uga Bulldog. Uga for Georgia. Yeah. yeah, Uga comes on the road yeah, sometimes. They brought, they brought Bevo to the Sugar Bowl yeah. a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uga just passed away, the, the recent uh, Georgia Bulldog. Oh, really? Bulldog. Yeah. The Buffalo, Ralphie the Buffalo. They bring him around. I don't know if it's Ralphie anymore. It could be somebody I like. Uh, okay, so there, there's precedent, though, of right. bringing your live animal mascot this, this, with But you. that's all college. I don't even think he had a leash on the lion in 1983. Oh, wait. Philadelphia had an eagle, didn't they? Did they have a bald eagle there I when you were there? Uh, Do you no, remember? I don't remember. No, Falcon? Do you no, have one? No, I was getting cursed out. I don't remember. Seahawk isn't even real. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the F-bombs that I received. Speaking <laughs> uh, of Philadelphia. They're leaking their tears this week. Oh, my gosh. How down bad are they? Oh my gosh! You know they were rooting hard for Green Bay. Phillies. So wait, started off last year. Sixers L against the Celtics. Phillies L again, and then now the Eagles L. Mm. Twice within mm. the last year. Mm. Tough. Mm. Tough scene. <laughs> Tough scene. Let's play some NFL films for 1983. Please, Joe Montana leading the go-ahead drive, which reminded us, which Buck Purdy reminded us all of Joe Montana with his drive Saturday night. Less than five minutes left, San Francisco found themselves down by six. So all Joe Montana did was fire six straight completions on a downfield drive, with number six falling into the trusty hands of Freddie Salomon, number 88. Salomon's catch put the 49ers back on top, 24 to 23. A lead they earned with a convincing play-action fake and Salomon making a shambles of single cover. No, that was 1983. Uh, Dwight uh, Clark uh, did not uh, play uh, that game. I wish we had the intro for the CBS that I played for you guys yesterday with Brent Musburger. You're looking live at Candlestick Park. Classic. And it was Gary Danielson playing quarterback starting for the first time all season. Gary Danielson, most of us know him from CBS being the announcer for right. him doing all the big Alabama SEC, SEC games. games. Yeah, yep. yeah, no yep. doubt. He was yep. a quarterback that year. Uh, backup for the Lions, and he started that NFC Divisional Round game against the 49ers. We're trying to get Gary Danielson on. Uh, trying Because re- I know we lived in the Detroit area for a long, long time. Yeah. Did that game it with Eddie Murray, not the baseball not that player, one, not the Hall of Fame. I would love to hear from a Niner fan who was at this game or was around during 1983. I was one years old, but I remember it like it was yesterday. With one minute and 23 seconds left, Candlestick rocked so hard that the park almost crumbled into the bay. But with five seconds left, you could almost hear the faint chirping of seagulls overhead. As thousands, along with Eddie Murray, watched the ball sail towards a set of lonely uprights 43 yards away. After nailing a 54-yarder earlier, Murray's 43-yard attempt fluttered wide. 
and along with it came a trip to RFK Stadium in the NFC Championship game for the ecstatic and quite fortunate San Francisco 49ers. Harry Callis, a long-time Philadelphia Phillies radio announcer. So he was great for NFL films. Love the narration there. Eddie Murray kicked for 20 years. Yeah, he did. He was there for he a long, long time. He won a Super Bowl with the Cowboys in 93. Was wow, did he? Yeah. Wow. Redeemed himself. Well, Detroit for 11 years he played there, the longest. Yeah. Wow. And then Just, it was KC, Tampa, right. Cowboys, how, Eagles, Redskins, Vikings, and then Cowboys, Redskins how, again. How about this? Joe Montana in that game, 18-31, 201, one touchdown, one interception. Maybe it was a Joe Montana game on Saturday that Brock Purdy produced. 18 to 31, 201. You imagine social I mean, media feels I mean, around in. I mean, Brock was better. He didn't throw any picks. I mean, <laughs> Joe Montana Brock already is better had better than Joe Montana. There yeah, you have it. I mean, in that game. Joe Montana already had a Super Bowl ring in the safe. Wilton Tyler, 17 carries, 74 yards. Roger Craig shut down. Seven carries, 13 yards, but he did have seven for 61. Billy Sims, Heisman Trophy winner back in Oklahoma. 20 carries, 114 yards. That- Gary Danielson. Threw five interceptions in that football yeah. game. And they still 24 38, and they still missed a game winning field goal. He threw five interceptions in that football game. That's in, that's incredible. Monty Clark just put his hand down when they missed the kick. Oh, man. And then the referee, the official, when it went Absolutely wide right, incredible. it was so demonstrative and going wide right. <laughs> On the other side, Bonte, I know we're up against it, but that's the closest we got that year probably for a Raiders Niners Super Bowl. Yeah, no, Tampa that's the closest. Yeah. It's sick. Now we'll play some other highlights from the history, the short history between the Lions and the Niners. Maybe you remember a headshake oh. at Four Field. 888-957-9570. Uh, who's got the most pressure on them this Sunday? Is it Shedhead? Is it the defensive line? Is it Brock Purdy? And we'll continue to break down what the Lions do well and what they don't do well. That's all coming up on the Morning Rose. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.